Like all the other ones we've recorded before, recorded before scrapped or thrown out the window. And You'll get that percent. I realised as well yesterday because I was like, oh, so he's number nine. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be number ten. Yay. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's a. <laughs> <laughs> this is big, man. It's big. First woman on the podcast, revolutionary. Um. Big lad speaker. I'm gonna thank my mom. Yeah. Get out of here. I'm sorry. Get out of here. Um, Philip, what was the question? Can men and women be just platonic friends? Can men and women be friends platonically? Um, I I think yes. I think it's it's very it's very doable. Platonic platonic means like not um not no sexual attraction. Your relationship isn't governed by sexual attraction. Yeah. Governed. Well, okay. We'll just say no sexual attraction. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I do think that is very possible. I think it's rare, though. I do think it's it's rare for you to find. That's from I'm talking from my perspective anyway. What I've what, as of what I've seen, it's rare for you to actually find relationships that don't that's don't have any sort of sexual attraction within them. That's being like man, girl, girl and boy, man and woman. But in general. I do think it is possible to have platonic relationships. That is very possible. <laughs> Michelle, your take? I feel like it is too. Because, I mean, as Quincy said, it is very rare. Because if you think about it, like some people, they just take it out of hand, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, they automatically think, oh, if you're like with someone of opposite sex, then, you know, there's something going to be there. There's a certain kind of spot. But you could just take it as friends, you know. It doesn't have to be like, oh, yeah, I admire you, like, sexually, da-da-da. You could just leave it as that. Because I've had a couple of friends here yeah, where, you know, it's just that. It's just platonic. That's it. Do you know what I mean? you for that? Um, simply, of course, men and women can be friends platonically. Um, not everything has to be sexual, you know. That's, that's literally all I have to say. Because the way people put it is like men are just incapable of having a female friend without being attracted to them. What does that even mean? And do you think that makes men look good? Because I see men say it all the time. Say it really, okay, well, you can't be, you can't have a female friend without being attracted to them. Like, brother. Yeah, that's the thing we do to ourselves. We actually we actually like, do, to ourselves. Brother, do, do you do you think that makes you look good? What does that say about men? What what what, that, what does that say about how you view men? We do it to ourselves, I'll be real. <clears throat> so, and people actually people like people agree. Yeah for sure. People like post on their stories and think they've done something. <laughs> like, like, before they eat, like it's it's just not the case. It's just not the case at all. Like, um, I I sort of I understand where it's coming from, but I think it's just a misuse of words. In my I, in my opinion, that like, you can have friends that you find attractive. That's that's as far as it goes. Like there's there's millions of attractive people that walk. Like there's many of people that you can find attractive that walk past day by day, and you can have to be friends with them, but. It doesn't always have to go beyond you finding that person attractive. It doesn't have to go as far as being sexual, which I think is what people mistake with having a sexual attraction to um, the opposite sex in a friendship. I find that so weird. Go on. I just find it so weird. So essentially, the people who agree with this statement or people who think that they can't be just platonic friends, that probably means that all they really I'm speaking about from the perspective of the, of the man here. That means all your female friends, you're attracted to all of your female friends, 
really. You know, you're attracted what, to all your female friends. You know what? What's the sec? Uh, what I've what I've noticed with secondary school anyway, a lot of people are not willing to be friends with people they don't find attractive. Okay. That, okay. That's that's it. That, okay. That's kind of true though, because if you think about it, yeah, like say if you're with your friendship group, and enough that there's someone outside of the friendship groups looking at you, then mm. automatically they just see what you look like at the start. You know what I mean? Like no word said, they just see what you look like. And then people are so quick to judge on people's appearances. Like, say if you're, like, with your friendship group, they will just be like, oh, like, who's, like, the prettiest, who's the most attractive out of that group? That makes sense. I don't know why people do that. It's just actually so weird because, like, how can you just be looking at people and be, like, commenting on them already when no words have been exchanged? That makes sense. Mm. I, think, I think it's just, again, how people, in, like, it's just sad that this is the case. But I feel like it's again. Wait, can you guys hear me clearly? Am I loud enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just a way that people in secondary school have have been socialized growing up. Like going on social media, the the person that is most attractive that is to social media gets the most attention. The person in the friendship group that appears to be most attractive um, will get the most attention. Um, and even if even if they're not that attractive, they if they're like the loudest, they will get that attention, and then automatically that is then shifted to the how they look, and then they then now automa- people automatically now think okay this person has to be the this person because they're the most attractive, that probably is the reason why they're getting all this attention that they're getting. So I think it's just a way of how like people have been socialized from young, and then if you're not that attractive then you just wouldn't get any attention at all or a very a very negative like sort of attention sort of repulsive in that sense which you will notice yourself if you're in that position um so I think that's that's sort of where I've seen it to stem from and I do think social media plays a very massive part in that I was gonna say something else about like social media but Philip do you want to say anything before I move on to that because I was thinking like you know relationships and social media that one is crazy because like social media you literally post for other people to see if that makes sense like I think we've been saying this from the get because obviously like you see for example like two celebrities I don't know uh, Michael B. Jordan and was it uh, Laurie Harvey I think mm-hmm. yeah like when they got together, when they started posting pics, everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, they're the power couple." Da, da, da. If they break up, love is not real; love is fake. And then, after- <laughs> 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 and then, yeah, I, I think I saw like last week or something. Um, they broke up, <laughs> so it's just like, like, how do you expect? Um, like their pictures at the start when they were together to represent what a relationship should look like, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. they only post, you only see pictures of their happiest moments. But then when they break up, yeah, people are so quick to be like, oh my gosh, love is fake. Mm-hmm. And then like, it's not real. See, I know that, you know, it's not real because they broke up, da da da. It doesn't last. And then after just thinking, because you don't know, like, the substance between, uh, behind it, if that makes sense. You only see what is posted. And then when you think, from that 
you create like a false narrative in your head because that's what you've been given. Does that make sense? You don't think like the substance behind it. And then that's why people, I, that's why I think people are so quick to jump on them when they break up. Does that make sense? Jump on who, sorry? Like jump on like the whole, both of them. And also jump on like the whole relationship, like term. Does that make sense? Like, mm. like love is food, da da da. Say that again, Pussy. Were you going to say something? No, no, go ahead. Oh, no, yeah, I was, I was just going to um, say, um, like, it's it's just not real life, like, and people, again, how you've been socialised, people have just been socialised to see that. Um, Social media is real life, like, everything on social media is how it is, and there's nothing that really goes on behind the scenes other than what is shown on social media. And coming coming back to relationships, I don't think people actually understand status relationships of any capacity. People don't actually understand the actual work and time and effort that goes behind building a, a, a relationship, especially ones that aren't sort of like that, especially ones that, you know, go go beyond just a friendship. There's a lot of work and time that goes into that. So I was gonna ask ask you guys what um how do you think you guys yourselves or in general have or could deepen the current relationships that you have right now? Like what is what are things that you could do or what are ways that you could think that would make you deepen the relationships that you have in any capacity that you have right now? Is it what 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 I would do or what what I you do, could do, do what you have done? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so I've tried to become a more loving person and a more considerate person because the things you have to understand about life and other people is that people are not perfect that's a and you might think oh yeah you don't say but seriously people generally aren't perfect and people do some pretty stupid stuff they react in emotional ways that are just not necessary but hey they're just people so the feeling of my friends reacting this way i try to give them the time that they need or the patience that they need because I know that if I was in that position I don't want someone to be patient with me so I do that for them that's a and another thing I do is that I try to take time out to see people that I rarely see because some of my friends is basically impossible for me to see them and although I need to be flexible that's fine because I love that person as my friend so I will take time out to make sure that I can go and see that person and I know that it will make that person happy so yeah, people need to understand that, like Quincy said, it's a lot of effort. It's cool, it's a lot of effort. But if that person is truly your friend or your partner or whatever, if you really want to have a relationship with that person, then you'll put in that effort. It's that simple to me. Mm. How are you, Michelle? Yeah, that's, I agree with, uh, with what Philip. I think that as well, people just need to know that, like the connection that you have with someone cool say if you have it for say if you have like a like a proper deep convo with them um that one day you kind of need to like look back on it if that makes sense like in the future and it's not like a one-time convo that you know you're automatically like the closest of friends da, 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 but just try to like check up on people if that makes sense like i know right now i haven't been doing that much like checking up on people um, don't cap don't cap don't cap for the record, Michelle's always checking up on me. I think she thinks I'm sick. <laughs> Not like that. I've been, I've been trying now because of, you know, exams are over, done with. Yeah. But then, 
I don't know. I just feel like most of the time people just have like one deep convo, then they just leave it as that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They don't go back to the person. They don't check up on how they're doing. Especially if that convo is like, you know, about like mental. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That one there is a bit serious. Like, why wouldn't you check up on your friend, your so-called friend, if you're like after a few months, if you've had that convo? That makes sense. I don't know. I had like, a convo with like someone. Like back in sixth form, yeah, yeah, and then it's someone that I really spoke to in sixth form, but then I had a convo with them, and then like it was pretty deep, yeah. But then like I referred back to that convo with them like a month after, and then they didn't even remember that convo. I was just thinking, oh, mad, that was right. <clears throat> no, I do, I do hear that. I do think it's, well, to me anyway, I, I feel like it's, it's quite. Ah, what's the word? Is it inconsiderate or ignorant? Um, like someone has told you something, and you haven't really maybe gone back to check on that thing, like later on at a later date. I feel like it's um, I mean obviously everyone's living their own lives, of course, and sometimes it can just slip from your mind. But I do feel like when it comes to sort of building that relationship and trust thing, coming back to something that has been said before, maybe would help and would sort of deepen deepen a relationship or a connection with someone just because that person now thinks okay you've had them in mind you've had what they're going through in mind and you've now come to address it that's how I would think anyway if someone's come and approached me about something that I've, I've mentioned to them in the past even if it was a while ago um so so yeah I think for me when it comes to deepening relationships um I would I would just say transparency. That's that's one way to deepen a relationships. And um, I think when it comes to when people, I don't know if I said this to one of you guys before. But when it when it comes to like talking about life and just being transparent about the life that you're living with other people, I think everyone always their their, their mind always goes to, to trauma and the negative things. But life is life can be sad sometimes, hundred percent. But that isn't. But, like, to encapsulate life, it's not just trauma. You can talk about life and it can just be the neutral things. You can talk about life and it can be the positive things and you can be transparent about those things as well. So for me, and what has has helped me anyway, as of recent, I've tried to be a lot more transparent with other people. And if these people are genuine people, like good people, then I see that they're they be they become more transparent with me as well and I start learning things about them. So that's that's one way I would say <clears throat> deepens relationships and of any capacity. Yeah. I think that was a fantastic point. Fantastic. They say be transparent because I do I used to do that a lot when I wanted to get information out of people. That sounds very manipulative, but that's not what I was doing. Mm. I just want a person like if you want someone to feel comfortable and be able to talk about themselves maybe you share something personal that you don't mind sharing and there's that element of trust there between you two and then from there the relationship can it can flourish so yeah take that over a grain of salt don't go around manipulating people if you want the information mm. no yeah <clears throat> michelle do you want anything um and also i don't know it's like like just knowing someone's true intention when they speak to you if that makes sense mm. uh, not them sidelining you or anything like that if that makes sense but just 
being real with someone from the get instead of just saying or uh, or just lying to their face and then trying to get your own way but not also letting them like interact with you that much does that make sense mm, yeah yeah no, i agree um <clears throat> how about how do i how do i phrase this question i want to ask about low maintenance and high maintenance relationships what what are your takes on those is it like do you entertain one more do you entertain one less um would you say you in a relationship with someone of low or high maintenance does it depend on the relationships what do you guys think of that what do you mean by maintenance in this case it means um okay when i when i think of low maintenance relationships uh, i would use the example of probably all of ours to be fair for me for me anyway um so like we can go months or quite a while without talking but then it's not a thing like it's not a thing where the relationship has deteriorated the quality of the the relationship has deteriorated in some cases it might even be better but then when we do have the opportunity to 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 like meet up and talk or whatever everything is still the same everything is still everything is still fine that's that's what i mean by the low maintenance and then high maintenance would be the opposite in the sense where if you don't talk to this person for a long while then the quality of the relationship has it will deteriorate like that they just won't the vibe won't be the same when you meet them when you talk to them it just everything would deteriorate in regards to the relationship so i just wanted to understand your takes on those what 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 relationships do you guys entertain more what do what position do you think you play when it comes to relationships do you think you're more high maintenance or low maintenance does that make sense yeah 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 which one you want to go first still thinking i can't know i'll I'll go first so you can go afterwards because i personally i'm definitely low maintenance however in fact no not however and the low maintenance i don't know where it is but something about low maintenance relationships they just i just like them a lot more Mm. i like them a lot more it's it's so nice they can go so long without speaking to someone and then you speak to them is that like everything is still the same. Like even when I was in sixth form, and I still have this friend to this day. I don't know, Michelle, I don't know if you know who Nance is. You know who Nance is, don't you? Yeah, yeah. They go to the same sixth form. Um, there was a period where they didn't speak for months. When I saw him, everything was exactly the same. Yeah. And that's just, I personally, I just, that helps me, it helps him. Everyone can get on with life knowing that regardless, you guys are still good good friends or actually we're still good friends so yeah i think low maintenance relationships are extremely helpful there's just a mutual understanding that people have things going on can't always be there 24 7 for a person which is completely fine no one should expect that from someone else mm. but yeah no maintenance for um relationships for the w man agreed i can't lie because especially with high maintenance here yeah. say if you have i don't know a place um six one that's a good example um most people are just high maintenance relationships then but then when you leave six one what's gonna happen when you don't see each other like every day or like every week or so that makes sense like it's not gonna be it's gonna be a thing as Quincy said like it deteriorates like people aren't gonna speak to one another that frequently and then people just start to distance themselves in a bad way like the distance is different to a low maintenance relationship that makes sense like low maintenance you can just go days without or go days or even months maybe half a year i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah without speaking and it'll be all calm uh i remember because of uni year and then when you guys were still in sixth form like 
I can go, I went months without speaking to someone. And then after that, it was just like, I was thinking in my head, oh, what if they forget about me? Like, I don't know. Yeah, but then, like, when we just spoke, it was just back to normal. Not back to normal, but like, it was better, to be honest, I think. Because everyone has, like, their own experiences, then they can add. And also, not gonna lie, for me, I personally don't like high maintenance. Because say if you speak to someone every single day, don't you get tired? Like you don't really have much to speak about. And in that 24 hours, yeah, are you really doing that much? Sometimes you just need to give yourself a break. And say if you aren't doing that much, then you'll seem kind of boring in a sense. Mm. What is there to speak about except for like, hi, how are you? What did you eat? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. No, yeah, true. I I hundred agree. <clears throat> I try to I try my best to entertain low maintenance low maintenance relationships as much as I can. There was something you said about distancing and it being bad. Is is the distance that's created between high maintenance relationships always bad? I don't think so, because there could be. It depends on like how the distance is caused. To be honest, mm. like if the distance is caused between uh, because of like just location if that makes sense like mm. you're physically spread apart you can't do much mm. and I don't know it could be seen as a bad thing but at the same time you could do stuff as like Philip said like to meet up with someone else if you truly yeah. value it if that makes sense yeah yeah I agree yeah I was just thinking like there have there have been so there have been high maintenance relationships that I've had in the past and they're just not the case anymore and I think it's for the better like if I see this person it's not like it's not like the energy's bad it's like it will still say oh hi how are you how have you been all of that but then the distance has been created yeah and the relationship isn't as as strong as it was before because they'll probably see each other every day by force so that relationship was high. I feel like majority of the relationships in, like you said earlier, the majority of the relationships in sixth form are high maintenance. Like, if you go a, a long while without talking to someone, then without talking to someone in school, then the relationship quality just deteriorates. So I think it was sort of for the better because then it sort of made me realize that this person in my life, are they really in my life because they're in my life, or are they really in my life because of circumstance? So, and I think majority of the reason was because of the circumstance of us going to the same school, which you did mention earlier, Philip. Um, so that's 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 my take on low low maintenance relationships. Do you think all relationships should be low maintenance? Like, would you would you appreciate that? Because in in my opinion, I think I I I I entertain low maintenance relationships a lot, right? Cool. And then, but when it comes to say a relationship that goes beyond friendships is that to be low maintenance as well i don't know what, what do you guys think of that i think i don't know it should be like a mixture of both mm. like i'm saying like extremely high maintenance but like if some some people uh, some people like if you have low maintenance they'll feel like you're not that very close to them if that makes sense like their distance involved mm. and then they might think that oh you don't care because you know you're not that like, messaging them like every once in a while da 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 Mm. it truly depends on people to be honest but for me personally I would still be low maintenance but like have just a little bit extra when it comes to like people who are more than friends that makes sense mm. 
How are you for that? Um, yeah, still low maintenance. All all relationships low maintenance. Not all, not all. Friendships, yeah. I'd say more. Yeah, like Michelle said, it has to be a bit of a mixture. It has to be a bit of a mixture. I don't think anything should. Wait, no, wait. What does high maintenance entail first? Um, I think it it entails, in my opinion, anyway, it might be different for you guys, but I think it entails much more effort to keep up. So, and how would that effort look? So again, how what would that effort look like? That is actively going out of the way to to maybe check up on this person regularly. That is uh, maybe maybe like make putting time in your schedule to meet up with this person because I feel like say we were to meet up it would be a thing where we'd meet up when we're free not necessarily like we'd we'd create a schedule for us to meet up if that makes sense like we'd only meet up when we're free but I feel like for the high maintenance one it would be a thing where you might have to consider this person in your schedule because of the meeting up with this person or talking to this person or being with this person in your schedule and then last thing regularly as in what every week every day um every fortnight more, more regular than us Quincy were very irregular so you're gonna have to give me something <laughs> <laughs> um um I would say at, at least four times a week what four times a week hell no really no chance four times a week is that absolutely wow mad four times so you wouldn't entertain any relationship of that sort that i'm supposed to see five. someone four times a week not see but talk to oh talk to them oh, oh they're talking it's fine it's fine oh if that's to see someone four times a week what the what on earth is that um fair you know that i need to see four times a week is getting dropped i'm so sorry man <laughs> so that again anyone to see four times a week is getting dropped <laughs> there's no one there i don't think there's any need for me to see you four times a week I might check up on a friend more regularly. On this is for friends. I might check up on a friend more regularly if I know that they've been through something recently. Yeah. But I'll be four times. What? That's like a job. Oh my gosh. <laughs> exactly. No way. Is that four times? Wow. So you guys just wouldn't entertain that sort of relationship at all? No. Not at, wow. You see, you're you're questioning your life choices right now, are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> you are. You are. I'm not. I'm happy yeah. with it. Uh, say this. No, it, I feel like it, like, it can, okay, being honest, this is just because of the person I am. Sometimes it can be draining. Like, but then Don't lie, it's always it. draining. Don't lie, it's always draining. Uh, it's fine, it's fine. You can be honest. Shut up, bro, shut up. What do you mean, shut <laughs> up? I'll be, just be honest, it's draining. No, 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 I'm being, I'm being honest, I'm being honest. Like, sometimes it can be draining, but then at the same time, it, it also is a responsibility. Do you know what I mean? Wait, uh, wait, sorry, we're, we're talking about to see with your eyes not 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 necessarily see see talk oh talk okay fine fine, fine. that's fair enough that's fair. I, i'm talking exclusively see that's what i said that's that's crazy okay no i hear you i, hear you. I do hear you yeah but i feel like so I, yeah for, for me at the same time it can be a thing where it's a responsibility that you've taken on and i think you said one like another time but i feel like you said it in a podcast before like you have taken on the responsibility of considering this person and considering their best interests and doing things at their best interests and that could also entail sacrifice as well sacrifice for the things that you'd want to do for yourself at some sometimes not all the time oh yeah that's 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 my my take on it i i don't know 
I just feel like four times a week seeing someone that in person is a bit mad. Because um, <laughs> I mean, um, that's that's true dedication right there. If I'm not saying that's a bad thing. If you know people out there do that, then you do you. But oh, no, bro, there's people that do it. There's, there's people that do it like seven days a week, bro. Seven yeah, days. that's called living together. <laughs> <laughs> and they live in and they live in separate places. Nah, 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 nah you're forcing it. <laughs> Or maybe, maybe, maybe I just don't have that that mindset. But seven days, come on, come on. <laughs> so what? You wake up every single day. You're like, oh, let me go out. Let me see the person. But that's that's true de- dedication. Because if you think about it, that travel. Because especially if you don't live together, then you're traveling from A to B. You're paying money. You're paying money to travel. And TFL is not is not the one. Yeah. No, I I hear I hear your respect. I hear you guys. I do hear you. Um, okay, Chrissy, would no, sorry, would you see someone seven days a week? I'm living with them, yes. Okay. Oh, shut up, man. That's not all we're talking about. <laughs> no, if you're, no. If you're other living that, with them, no, you don't no, have a choice. No, but other than that, no, no, I, I can't do that to myself. Like, I can't. I genuinely can't. Like, it's, that's so. You've seen them every day of the year. No, bro, I genuinely, I can't. I can't. I genuinely cannot. That is funny, man. I was like, gonna say, what, I'll be honest. Oh, sorry. No, that's no, cool. I'll be honest. There was a time that I tried, bro. I, I I don't think I've ever felt more drained than that period. Because me, I need to like some people they they recharge when in the presence of other people. I recharge in the presence of my of my like on my own like when I'm in my own space. That's when I recharge, and I just didn't have the opportunity to. So it was just so draining, and I had to make that clear. So no, I couldn't do that to myself. That's that's self sabotage. Fair enough, and each their own, each their own. Self sabotage, each their own. Yeah. What are you gonna say, Michelle? That's right. At the same time, if you do that, you do, you know. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, you do, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I was going to ask a question, actually. Um, Why do you think people nowadays um, use, like, relationships and love interchangeably? Relationships and love? Yeah, interchangeably. Explain, please. As in... You know that thing that I was saying before, when you see like a celebrity in a relationship, like mm-hmm. two celebrities in a relationship, mm-hmm. and then, you know, like when they break up, you're like, oh, love is fake. Why didn't you say anything about they, it? They, they, not, not me, they. Okay, not you, but they. <laughs> Why do you think it's very common for people just to say that like love and relationships can be used interchangeably? Like say if you're in a relationship with someone, you automatically love them. That makes sense. Uh... I feel like I feel like if my understanding of a relationship that's not platonic, that is um a romantic relationship is is like if you're in a relationship that's romantic, then you should love this person. Even if even if it's not like ridiculous amount of love, like there should be an element of love that you feel for this person that has made you want to have a romantic relationship with this person. <clears throat> Specifically a romantic exclusive relationship. Um, that's why I think people would would um would interchange someone being in a relationship. I love that, yeah. Specifically, a relationship that's romantic. Um, I think I don't know, does that does that answer? Yeah. yeah. What you I think from the point of view that you're talking about when it comes to celebrities, generally, I think celebrities are mistaken to be more role models as well. Just because <laughs> you're a celebrity doesn't mean you're a role model. There's celebrities. In fact, you know what? There's a lot of celebrities that do weird things. No one talks about that. 
But yeah, mm-hmm. so people see this and they're like, oh yeah, if it doesn't work between them, there's no way it would work between me and someone else. That's what they reason, which doesn't really make sense. But hey, that's what people do. Mm. So that's the celebrity blah 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 aspect of it. People need to understand that celebrities aren't perfect people as well. Mm. Like they have their own problems going on. Just because they have a lot of money and a lot of fame doesn't mean they're great. No, it's just that's, that's just the case. So people need to stop using what they see on the internet as a standard for their own lives. Yeah. Because <clears throat> yeah, because it's not real life. At the end of the day, it's, it's just it's just a screen, and people have chosen what they want to show you, and not actually how it is. Which again, I think it's sad that people have been socialized to believe that social media is real life, and that's if it's not like this in my life, then it's not right. That's what a lot of people think. Mm-hmm. Um, like you have to be a melon to think that though. There's kids that actually think this though. I mean, you know, fair enough. Yeah, if you're a kid, <clears throat> they get it has to get to a certain age. You're like, well, social media isn't real life. No, no one's gonna go online and post an argument that they had. Just common sense. Mm. I mean, so, some people might. Yeah, some people are there. Yeah, each of them. Again. <laughs> nah, come on, come on. If if, <laughs> if you keep on going, if you keep on going down that route, then it'll it'll never work for you. It will never happen. You just think everything should be sunshine and rainbows, and it's just not. That's so true. And relationships. I was telling Quincy this the other day, but relationships are very relative. Like the way that you see a relationship, like a successful one, like you know, is not the same way as, for example, what like, I get. And mm. so, like that kind of made me think. You know, like the younger generation nowadays, when you see like like a girl and a boy like in a relationship, then I don't know. I've that, seen that a romantic one. Yeah, a romantic one. I've seen so many snaps of them just going to a hotel, snapping like you know the the bed with the roses, the da. da. Mm. I'm, 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 I've seen so many times. So I was calling out guys right now. Oh, no, no, no. Keep spitting, keep spitting. But like, it just creates, again, a false narrative. Like, is that what relationships should look like? Are you meant to be in one where you just like go to a hotel with like the flowers to the da? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I'm telling oh, you. Man. And then more or less, yeah, you're going there to just snap it. And they just say, oh, my gosh, like, this is what my baby did with the love heart. And then... <laughs> oh, man, this was really cool about guys. Oh, man. No, and it's, it's actually crazy because if you think about it, yeah, these people are, like, what, 14 years old or something. Do you know what I mean? And then in the future, imagine, like, it, the, the age is just going to keep on going down. So... What if you see like plenty of time that there's like eight olds going to the hotel like this? Uh, I don't think any right. parents could let that. Well, you know, damn man. No, but I hear what you're saying. It just gives people the wrong idea, and it's just purely materialistic things that they're looking for. It's the materialistic and to impress other people. They forget why they're there. Yeah, I think yeah. I before. God. I think people, because of social media, materialise love and materialise what a relationship should be. Um, And again, it it all stems from, like, younger people growing up and what they've been socialised to believe around them. But it's like... (laughs) 
people when when people think of love they would always a lot of people would think of what you said the hotel and roses and whatever whereas love is more of in my, for my understanding anyway it's more of like a connection thing it's something that you can show as yourself rather than show through spending money and being materialistic which is something people tend to attach to each other which in my opinion is, is entirely wrong like you can do things for someone that is, is materialistic out of love but then encapsulating love as materialistic and it's always subconscious but encapsulating love as materialistic is just in my opinion entirely wrong and just something that is very detrimental to a lot of people because then when they get into relationships and they don't receive xyz from someone <clears throat> that probably does love them then they probably then, then their subconscious would feel like okay this person doesn't love me because they haven't bought me a bag they haven't bought me roses they haven't done this this they haven't posted me on social media and it, it just really it's very detrimental because this person could actually love you but your take on love is materialistic exactly. and there's like some circumstances where the person may not be able to afford it do you know what i mean especially mm. from young like if you're young i don't know like your parents may give you money say if your parents don't and say if you don't have a job where's the money going to come from you know mm. what i mean and you're expect that person is expecting you to support them with materialistic things when you can't do so yeah. mm. essentially what michelle means is that um just wait till you're an actual adult because the only one your child is it's, it's completely unnecessary and invites unwanted problems so again sorry cloud it's completely unnecessary and invites unwanted, not necessarily, not problems and um, responsibilities. That you, your kids shouldn't be dealing with those responsibilities. Just, what does, what does? Having that, that sort of relationship, you shouldn't be dealing with that. Um, When do you think is the, both of you, when do you think is the right, I think you mentioned it before, Philip, but when do you think is the right age? Look, so, anything before 30 is wrong. 30? <laughs> Whoa. Anything before 30 <laughs> is wrong. Whoa. Okay. So are you okay? Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. <laughs> are you saying that people shouldn't be in relationships before the age of thirty? That's exactly what I'm saying. Okay, why? You're right, you've heard me correct. Why? I I completely disagree, by the way. But why? You completely disagree. Yes. Okay. Why should you? No, no, no. I'm asking you a question, bro. Answer. Yeah, exactly. That's my answer. Why should you? <laughs> why should you be in a relationship? Yeah, before the you age can't of thirty. Answer a question with a question, bro. Don't do that. I can. I can, and I'm doing it right now. <laughs> why? Why? I mean, like. Have a companion, bro. Companionship. Have someone there for you. Oh, to to, to have someone there for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, genuinely, bro. Like, just, I, I there genuinely, should be. There's there's no there's no other way they can deal with the lack of companionship. Yeah, because that's the same reason. That's the same reason other people use. And then what happens? They they go into it for completely selfish reasons. Yeah, mm-hmm. go into completely selfish reasons, and it fails. Mm. So give me something else. Okay, so your take is that no one, no one should be in a relationship before the age of thirty. Before the age of thirty, nobody. Okay, listen, listen, listen. What's the difference between before the age of thirty and after? Okay, so you're gonna we're gonna play this game. No problem. We're gonna play specifics. That's completely fine. I like playing specifics. What's the difference? Yeah, there is no difference. <laughs> however, however, no. The point is, the point is, you've asked me for an age, right? Mhm. So any age that I give you, you could say the same thing. Yeah. If I yeah. said twenty-five, you'd say. What's the difference between after 25 and before 25? Yeah. If I said um, 18, you say what's the difference between after 18 and before 18? The whole point is you've had enough time in adulthood. Yeah, you, you've come to a proper understanding of yourself. You've dealt with whatever problems you need to deal with. 
in your own life and then you can do your own thing you're not even halfway through your life yet but problems problems will still come after fighting of course of course problems will come however you are more experienced in dealing with those problems so that's that's the reason behind not so okay okay cool cool so that is any relationship that comes that is any romantic relationship that comes should not be entertained before the age of 30 it should be entertained before the age of 30 that's for the that's for the general population Damn. Okay. I mean, I mean, they explain why to be people will do these things and they'll end up getting divorced because they have no experience. They don't know how to conduct themselves. I mean, I hear you, but then can't they learn from that experience? Learn from the experience, bro. Yeah. Do you really want to learn from a divorce? Is that what you want to learn from? I mean, I don't. I, I personally don't. <laughs> Is that what you want to learn from? It's not necessary to make every mistake. You don't need to make some mistakes. Don't need to be made. You can learn very, from other people's true. mistakes. So you don't. All this are. I need to you can just improve make a mistake then learn brother you told that to your bank account when you're going through a divorce at the age of 28 um michelle what's your thing <laughs> i personally think that he's a bit too old you know mm-hmm. uh, at the same time i can't really give you an age it depends on like the people involved like you could mature at a way young age know everything no, no, everything about life, but no majority of things from like what you've encountered. And yeah. some people may experience stuff like at an earlier age than other people. Like if you're speaking about general, then cool. Like the whole population, if I were to give you a number, maybe like twenty-two. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but at the same time, I can't give you a number like for. I can't. At the same time, I can't give you like a proper number because I myself don't even know. Like, no, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think I'll just iterate what has been said in the podcast before about if you don't feel like you found yourself, like you're, you, if you feel like you're entirely lost as an individual, you shouldn't be actively searching for a relationship. That's what I will say. And the likelihood of you finding yourself by the time you're by the time I say I guess goes to like twenty twenty two like done with uni, it's it's not likely like people are still looking for who they are, like after university. So um I, that's what I would say like you shouldn't be actively searching for a relationship. Um that's a romantic relationship before you've but when you feel like you haven't found yourself when you feel like you're still very lost as a person as an individual, once you feel like you find yourself and you're confident in who you are. And you feel like you you are able to understand and navigate certain things a lot better, and you'll be you just become a lot matured as a person when you understand how to navigate different problems due to experience. Then I feel like that that's when you can begin considering and start looking for a relationship if if you feel like you need one. Quincy, go on. So give me an age. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I would say, I don't know, people don't find themselves until like they're 40, bro, so I don't know. Exactly. I so genuinely I don't know. Generous. So that again? So I was being generous. No, no, I do understand your, like, your train of thought to, to fight you, but it just it just sounds old. Like, when do you get married? I don't know. Get married whenever you want. You don't have to be in a rush. There's there's no rush. Everyone wants to you have stuff in your, in your 20s. Just relax. 100%. Rush. It's like, things like, okay, things that i think about is like ideally women should give birth that is in you know i'm not gonna go there but women should 
give birth before the age of 35. After the age of 35 is when it becomes like a bit dangerous. That's completely plausible. I completely agree. So that's that's what comes to mind. So like if if you're waiting to like later later on and you know you want to have children with someone um, of your own in a romantic relationship, wait until like if you still haven't found yourself by the age of 30, then waiting until you have would probably be until like you're 40, and then that is just going to be dangerous if you you're considering having children of your own. Um, yeah, that's what comes to mind for that one. Crazy, that's an interesting point. Can I ask you something? Go ahead. Should you let your say your dream of having children skew your decision making and finding a partner should you let it skew um you shouldn't know ideally no because that's what that's what that's what people do people be like oh i want to have kids person what do you what do you do then and then the kids suffer in the end which is yeah very unfortunate see this is why i just think 30 is just a it's just a great age the age of 30 no, it's, it's still enough time. You're not, Does you're that not apply? Late. Does this apply you're to yourself not, as well? You're not early. Of course. Of course. So before that, nothing at all. Nothing. Nothing. It's, firstly, I, I, find, I find it unnecessary. I find it unnecessary. Everyone should just deal with their own problems. Like, you shouldn't be with someone mm-hmm. and have to deal with their problems. And the thing is, that could be sure. So even if you're mature, right? Let's say you're a mature person. Mm-hmm. You don't know if the other person is mature. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know that. How do I know that? And of course, everyone will come with their baggage, but some baggage is just not baggage you should be coming with. And something you should sort out yourself. Yeah, exactly. No, I do. I do understand your train of thought. I do. I, I do get it. So you but, agree with me, thirty? Um, I didn't say I do. Yeah, so give me an age. Twenty-five. Twenty-five? Yeah. You know what? I'll tell you that twenty-five is that's respectable. Twenty-five. That's obviously ideal. Is that really going to happen on a general scale? No. Oh no no no! Not a chance, no. not a chance. But yeah, and then Michelle, you said twenty-two, right? I would like to change my answer. I just realised. You <laughs> 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 sounds a bit too young to this. I don't know, because no, because if you go uni, and um, you know, you, so if you did four years at uni, then you leave there being twenty-two. That's if you went to that eighteen as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have to look for a job but you have to make sure you're financially stable exactly there's so many things that happen like 21 mm. 22 yeah those kind of years mm. yeah so that's a bit too young i would say no um um 20 around like the 25 to 30 those years Jeez, look at the yeah. persuasiveness it's you know mm. i think what do you think oh i was gonna say oh sorry before i move oh, on oh, oh. I was going to say, what do you think about many, like the majority of people or majority of relationships built in uni? That makes sense. Do you feel like, um, how do I phrase my question without attacking people? Um, no, nah, attack them is fine, attack them. No, but do you, because you know, like in uni, I feel like there's a lot of relationships built just because you are in the same vicinity as other people or you're, you seem to relate to them quite a lot for example like people who do the same course who are in the same class mm-hmm. yeah i feel like mm-hmm. many relationships are just built because they are it's kind of convenient for them to build it because they have the certain connection in that sense with that mm-hmm. um i would say uh so is this again still talking about romantic or is this general as well Oh, this is 
purely romantic in this case. Just romantic, okay. I, I would say, um, I feel like what you've explained and what is the case, again, is very similar to like sixth form secondary school where your circumstance is you are in a place where you are seeing these people a lot of the time. So your convenience, convenience would be to make friends with these people and get along with these people while you're in the moment and then not entirely build a relationship beyond the fact that you see this person all the time. But I feel like for uni, it's a bit different in the sense where you actually have to put in the effort. There's a bit more effort. Like for for sixth form, for college, you you have to go in. Like you have to go in every day. Well, for our, our case anyway, you have to go in every day. And you go in every day means majority of the time you will see these people every day. So you will talk to them. Whereas for university, I me speaking from experience, I don't go to my lectures because I don't need to. You get yeah, all right, so it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't go to my because like it's not by force that I go to my lectures. Like I'm not going to penalize if I if I don't. So I I don't go to my lectures. So it's a thing where if I wanted to see someone that was on my course, then I'd actually have to put in the effort myself to go and see this person. So in a sense, I feel like it's the same but different. And when it comes to building um, romantic relationships, in in that case, I feel like. Um, because you're seeing each other, like say all the time, like a lot of the time, right? It's <clears throat> I feel like the trans the thing of transparency of a deeper relationship is much more likely to happen because <clears throat> inevitably, if you do want to build a relationship with this person, you will see them at the lowest at uni, you will see them at the highest, you will see them in a lot of different states that they will be in. Talking from experience, so it's a thing where you sort of have to be transparent with them because there's no other way like you can go about it because you are seeing them out like majority of the time and it's not like all the time you're going to be happy so I think in that case it sort of gives you the opportunity to build a deeper connection with someone and then realize quick realize quickly whether this person is someone that you'd be willing to build a relationship with because I feel like well for me anyway a lot of people that I spoke to in freshman's week I, I don't know where they are right now like I, I haven't spoken to them at all right now um and again it was just a matter of circumstance like we found ourselves in the same spaces so we spoke to each other and now when it comes to actually putting the effort after that after to build a relationship no like no one's really on it so i feel like for uni it's a bit different does, does what i've said make sense philip yeah man okay wait what was it was a question from michelle yeah yeah oh okay that means it um I think people, it's not necessarily wrong to seek convenience as well. I think it's actually right. People naturally gravitate to people who are similar to themselves. Obviously, you wouldn't seek something with someone who lived in a different country to you because you know that's just not going to work. It's not going to be possible. So, yeah, convenience is searching, searching on the basis of, no, searching, taking into account convenience is fine. If you're doing it just because of convenience, that's when it becomes a problem. Mm. Essentially, I think it, it is always a problem when you're doing it ba- based on just one factor. Mm. That's that's what it's always. You need to consider. There's so many factors that you need to consider. And I think that's what a lot of people they overlook or they consider these factors after they're there. Mm. They put the car before the horse. They put the what before what? Sorry. The carts before the horse. Fairs. I haven't heard that one before. Fairs. Fairs. Why hasn't Michelle laughing at me? It's calm though. Michelle's no. been laughing at everyone, man. Oh, it's man. Calm, calm. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay, cool. Wait, do you want to answer that, Michelle? Or have 
one more question and then we can go on to the question that's hey boss um let me check so i wrote down a list because you know i always come prepared damn same person telling me telling me i don't think i can find a question i don't think i'm gonna think of a question um what do you think of impulse in relationships impulse 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 um um i i think going off impulse in relationships is is silly end of i think it's silly that's in my opinion only because again impulse is, is it impulse and emotion no it's not emotion an impulse of action is based off a temporary emotion and a temporary thought. So the likelihood of you still thinking the way you're thinking after that impulsive action or that impulsive thought or entertaining an impulsive relationship is um, the likelihood of you having the same mindset or same thoughts is very, very slim. Um, I think that's, that's a lot of time why people get themselves into situations that in the moment was entertaining, but then later on... It, they, they they might regret or they they hope they wish that they would have avoided it so i feel like if you can it would be best to avoid in my opinion of course everyone again each their own but i feel like it's best to avoid impulsive <clears throat> relationships that are built off an impulsive an impulsive reaction or an impulsive action to a feeling um because they don't they don't really tend to manifest anything good a lot of time or would lead to some sort of regret um that's my take on it philip stay away from impulses man they can't really stay away but of course if you feel any so right no you can't say any sort because it can be in any type of context it could impulsively want to go to a theme park yeah impulsively want to spend your time just doing something fun and i think that's completely fine because you don't necessarily need to consider consequences for that unless you're going to lose your job or something mm. but yeah if any other sort just try to consider always try to consider consequences first then negative consequences and you still feel like doing the, that thing just do some push-ups and call it a day cold 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 no nah, i said you agree though because i feel like like the impulse kind of links to um like certain relationships with conveniency if that makes sense like People get into relationships just because they can relate in terms of conveniency. But at the same time, their impulse to just because it's right in front of them. Mm. Just because it's like the, what was it? I don't even remember that analogy, but you know, like say someone like has something that you want and then they put in front of your face. Are you going to take it? Or are you just going to like say, oh, is it really good for me? What happens if I take it? Would they want it back, etc. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many questions that you could be asking yourself, like for a certain action you wanted. Mm. And yeah, do you guys have anything else to add to that? No. This no, is why 30s a good age, anyway. <laughs> okay. Now, honestly, I, I think I think I've given. I think I've made my point quite clear. I think I've... it's it's a very solid point. Yeah. So unrealistic. Um. Final question. Actually, I don't know if it's final. Um, but why do you think people associate with not being in a relationship as the sense that you're just you just want to be alone forever? Does that make sense? I guess because being in a relationship is is look it's the normal thing to do. Mm. Oh, you don't know what normal is. How do you know what normal is? Well, there's there's there are, there are things that are normal. There are things that are not normal. I think we can come to to that agreement. I think that essentially, uh, also, yeah. huh? 
There are things that are viewed as normal. There are things that are normal, bro. <clears throat> there are things that are normal. Viewed as normal. Bro, I'm saying it's perspective. Like, no, 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 no. Is walking on your two feet normal? Is it viewed as normal? <laughs> like, bro, is walking on your two feet normal? Yeah, yeah, is it normal? Um, to us, yeah, to monkeys, no. Man said monkeys behave yourself. I'm not talking about monkeys. <laughs> no, so monkeys do walk with their two feet. Is it? But it's not normal for them. They usually do on fours, no? The dogs, it's Sometimes normal it's, to do on fours. It depends fours. how they're feeling. I'm not talking about dogs. I'm talking about us sentient beings. I'm just saying, from perspective, perspective, it's viewed I'm as normal. I'm talking about human beings. Okay, okay. No, I'll clarify. <laughs> for human beings, is it normal to walk on your two feet? Yeah, very normal, very. Answered. Thank you. It's normal to walk on it. If you see someone trying to walk on their nose, is that normal? <laughs> That's crazy, bro. I can't lie. That's thank, crazy. thank you. Thanks. Thank you. But I completely understand what you're saying about like a perspective. I'm, I'm not yeah. going to lie. So things that might be normal here might not be normal in other places. That's completely fine. completely agree. Mm. But I forgot my point. What was I going to say? What, what was your question, Michelle? My question? Um, it's a good question. Hold. Oh. <laughs> Hold. <laughs> um, Hold. My question is, um, why do people associate with not being in a relationship, just being, just like you want to be alone forever, if that makes sense? Aha, uh-huh, yes, yes, yes. So as I was saying, to want to be in a relationship is is, is normal, because all oh, people get into relationships normal because you know, you grow up, you do what you need to do, you find a partner, you live a couple, you live a couple years with them, and then one of you dies, the one of you mourns, and then you die. That's that's normal. Why do people get into relationships? Because human beings are social creatures so i think that's i think that's just the the basis of it if you try to live alone for that long you there's just there's there's so much loneliness that you feel that's just uh, that's that's why i believe you try to live alone like imagine living alone for 40 years because yeah 40 years like because you're not going to stay at your in your parents house forever mm. imagine you get your own place and you're just living alone for 40 years how do you think that would make you feel that would be that would be long. I can't lie. That. Exactly, be, exactly. That's why even though people, a lot of people get divorced, people still get married mm. because they think that being with someone is more advantageous than being alone, regardless of what the outcome might be. Mm. So yeah, I think that's my answer to your question, Quincy. Um, uh, probably just second it to be honest. Um, yeah, it's it's the normal thing. So people would think that if you um. If you don't want to be in a relationship, then you probably just want to be alone forever. Whereas it could just be a thing where in the moment you don't want to be in a relationship. End of. Um, so and, and and a lot of the time when people, well, when when we get like older, people view someone that is in a relationship as alone rather than them just not being able to get into one. Like they wouldn't consider the possibility of them not being able to get into one. They just consider them as like just that they're, they're alone like that there's someone that's alone that they can't really get into a relationship um so yeah i think i'll, I'll just second i'll just second what what you say and with what you just said um yeah can i just say one more thing though um just because i said to get in a relationship is the norm normal and just because a lot of people do it doesn't mean you need to rush to go get to that stage and a lot of people they say oh i'm this stage i still haven't found someone i need to find someone and as i said earlier in the podcast they made the wrong decision. No, you don't want to be making the wrong decision when you get married to someone. That's not that's that's not something you want to do wrong. Yeah, that's not that. Yeah, yeah. that's mm. yeah. Would I recommend? Is that from experience? <laughs> Is that from experience? Yeah, yeah, it's from experience, Quincy. 
Oh, God, God. 18 and already married and divorced. Crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back account is burning, bro. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Respect to you, though. Like, each of their own, obviously. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. What are you going to say, Michelle? Sorry. I was going to say, um, I do agree. And also the thing that Phillips has not said, um, the, pe- um, the fact that other people are in a relationship doesn't mean that you have to get one. Like, I feel like if you do... If you do get influenced, then that's just impulse again, if that makes sense. Because mm. why doing it? Like, just because you see other people doesn't mean other people are doing it doesn't mean you have to. Like, I think Philip was saying this in another podcast, but like, if you see someone jumping off a cliff, are you going to jump off the cliff with them? Same <laughs> <laughs> oh, analogy, like, here. Just because other people are doing it, do you have to do it yourself? No. Mm. I mean, unless it's a good thing morally then yeah go ahead do your thing but if it's if it was Honestly, i don't think i don't think you can jump off a cliff in a moral way well <laughs> 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 be bro skydiving this guy is silly, <laughs> silly, <laughs> silly guy. you hit the you hit the sea oh right cliff no no no, no you're good <laughs> right, oh, man. yeah nah i think all i was gonna say as well um yeah and when you think about it like when you actually active well this is what i think anyway when you actually try to get into one when you actually think about trying to get into one it's actually a lot harder than just letting it happen serious it's so much harder on your mental in general it's just so much harder so um i think trying your best to just let it happen obviously you can't really control that there's no way if, that's I'm talking about my romantic relationship by the way there's no way for you to really control letting it happen because it could just be that it just doesn't happen so um again that's probably that's probably why I think like tinder and whatever were made um yeah but like trying your best to just let it happen is is the best way to go about it thinking about it, it just makes it harder harder on your mental and harder on like the perspective that you will have when it comes to looking at relationships yeah to be fair, mate, just go out with your friends. What'd you say? Just go out with your friends. But what if someone wants a romantic relationship? If someone wants it? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, who is this someone? Like, no, I'm saying, like, some people are just, some people are not satisfied with just having friends. They're not satisfied? Yeah. I mean, look, do whatever you want. I don't care. When, you, <laughs> when, the, problem, when the problems come to you, don't start complaining. <laughs> if, you haven't, if you haven't done, no, if you haven't done the necessary question and answer, What's this person's value system? What do they believe? Is it aligned with mine? And you make the wrong choice. That is your problem. Yeah. yeah. You shouldn't let your want for something dictate the way you go about getting it. I think just do the groundwork. If you don't, if you haven't done the groundwork and the foundation, then I feel like don't be surprised when it all crumbles and falls apart. Yeah. And also that you just need to be patient, to be honest. Mm. Like people are too quick with it and it's not good. I mean, sometimes it's okay, but most of the times, if you're too quick, then you probably you haven't like properly thought about the thing that you're gonna do. That makes sense. Or the thing that you're gonna jump into. But I will also say, don't long it as well, because I feel like I'm talking from the perspective of someone that is black and that has spoken to other black people about this. We tend to, when it comes, okay, this thing of talking stage and getting to know someone before you actually commit to the relationship. Oh my days. We, we usually take like years like so long before we actually are, are ready to commit someone 
what I've heard from other people is that white people they don't waste time. They just go. They they like they understand the fundamental. Like okay, if it's like a, a a solid relationship, they understand the fundamentals and they just get on with it. Whereas us, we can we tend to take so long with it and it, it gets to a point where it's it's too long. Um, that stage before and with like it can lead if there's no commitment, then it can lead to things happening that would probably lead to regret as well. Um, so yeah, that's just me saying don't don't long it like don't take don't allow it to last too long. Um that foundation part because if you cut if you if you focus too much about building the foundation when are you actually going to start building the actual building bro spitting bro spitting yeah spitting man I, everyone that uses the phrase talking shapes hi your <laughs> bum <laughs> you're actually a bum i'm intrigued what is a talking stage <laughs> i'm intrigued i want to pay them what, what, what's a talking stage uh, as uh, a period that you are getting to know someone before commitment. So dating. Huh? So dating. Yes. Okay, guess what? We already have a word for it. No way. So why, why, <laughs> no way. So why are we talk, calling it a talking stage? Oh, man. I can't, I can't even back it anymore. Yeah, yeah, you can't, yeah, yeah, you can't back it. I can't back it anymore. You can't back it. You know, some people think there's a talking stage and there's a dating stage. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's, it's just words that don't actually have a meaning and are very... They're used very like loosely, that phrase. Oh, it's because look, it's like you said, it's because everyone's just scared of commitment. Oh no, I'm not dating. We're just talking. I'm not dating. We're just we're just talking. Yeah, what, yeah. What, what does just just talking mean? Yeah, yeah. At the same time, you know what? Let's not go there. Um, yeah, cool. So let's let's go into <laughs> the. Are we, we're done with that. Isn't it? Any any? Do you have any more questions? Um, no, man. I'm done. That nonsense. Right. <laughs> do you have any more questions, Michelle? Okay, cool. So this is a question from the last podcast that Sohaib asked. He asked, "How lost are we?" And I feel like it would have been. I feel like next podcast we definitely need to get um Salamas answer that question in his own capacity. So I definitely want to hear what he had to say about it. Wait, but, hold on, Quincy, do, is oh, that all you're gonna ask? What? What do you mean? Are you not gonna say the part before? Sorry, you can say the part before. My bad. Do you not remember? No, I don't remember. I don't remember. All oh, right. Okay. And what we understand to be life, like you said, perceive. You didn't say understand. Oh, right. said they, in what we perceive life to be. We even Michelle okay. knows. Life, Michelle going down. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we need to be on the podcast more. We need to be more on the podcast. For sure, for sure. Narrow it down. It, he said, um, "In life, what you perceive to be success, how lost are you?" Yeah. If I'm editing, I'll probably like try get the clip and put it in. But, um, yeah, yeah, first. Yeah. I'm um, Philip. You wanna try to tackle that one? No, it's gonna be Michelle first. Oh, right. give the honors to the guest. Okay. Um, that question was deep. I'm not gonna lie. It made me that like, made me in my head for a good few hours because I was just like, how am I gonna answer that? Mm. But I don't know. I think I came up with an answer. The answer that I had was that I was gonna think back to like the. Like everything's so relative. Like success is relative. Like I'm not talking about different people. Say if you are thinking about success, obviously your vision of success is going to change. So say if you have, I don't know, like your vision of success right now is to get a car. What if you get that car? Then your vision of success is going to change. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, in my point of view, everyone is lost because. Who really has a clear view of things, if that makes sense? 
Yeah. And even if you get close to not being lost, you're eventually going to be lost because your um, your goals, your um, your views of success are going to definitely change no matter like what you get, does that make sense? Mm. Or no matter if everything around you just stays the same, like you'll probably think of something else that you want to achieve and then after your um, views of success will change as well with that. So it's very um, volatile. Yeah, it's very volatile. Mm. Interesting take. I like that take. Quincy? Okay. Um, <clears throat> I, I would probably say, I, I would go along the lines of the same thing and saying that we're all lost. I think one thing that came to mind recently is like, if we're looking from like a, an, an objective perspective, who is to say bad is bad and good is good? Because, you know you, because you know you just took, you completely took the idea for, my, for the next podcast. I was gonna send it in the in the chat. No way. Said. Yeah, I swear. Was it good? I was gonna be like, what's it? Um, is there a right and is there a wrong? Yeah. Damn. We'll go. Yeah, we'll, go into we'll go. We'll definitely go into depth for that. For but sure. um, yeah, it, it's just like who is to say good is good and bad is bad. Like, if we're looking from an objective point of view, of course. If I'm looking at your faith, your religion, then yes, your your religious books will say that this is bad and this is good. But then a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't refer to these things. So who is to say this is bad and then this is good? So I feel like if I'm looking from that sense, I feel like in an entirety we're, we're all lost because a lot of things just don't have a fixed definition. A lot of things are relative. From my perspective, something is good. From the other person's perspective, they might think that that thing that I think is good is bad. So I feel like in that sense... We're, we're all lost but i thought if i'm talking personally i feel like i'm 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 i feel like i'm very lost to the point where it's like beyond explainable with just words i feel like i'm very very lost um but it's like i i, I there's certain things that i i look to sort of for like navigation so there's something that I, I i posted on my story the other day it's like if i'm looking to align my moral compass i would try to become the person that my, my younger self would feel comfortable around growing up when they were like when I was like when I was younger and because there wasn't ever really that person that I could be with 24-7 and I'm 100% comfortable with so I feel like for myself the way I can sort of become less less lost is to try and aim to be that person that I would feel comfortable around with when I was younger and as young as can be and then another thing was <clears throat> Because I am, I, I am a male. Um, I am a man. I, I realize that what again, what what makes this a man or what makes this not a man? Like, what is it to be a man? And then I realize, okay, who do I have to look up to? I don't really have anyone to look up to when it comes to being a man. So in that sense as well, I would say I am very lost because a lot of the decisions I make, it's just it's either it's intuition. It's like what I feel is right. But then what is right and what is wrong? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I would say um extremely lost. Very, very lost. Because a lot of things that I make is based off like some sort of intuition mm. or sort of my moral compass. I hear you, I hear you. Philip? I think I'm found. Mm. I don't think I'm lost. I think I'm very found. In a mm. personal sense, talking personally and my view of success, Michelle brought a great point about people in the world. 
your view of success might be attaining one thing, but it might change. So can you really call that true success? Have you really succeeded if your view of success keeps on changing? My view of success is simply to do things God's way and God's way only. Mm-hmm. I feel like there needs to be, it's, it's so necessary for there for you to have a high de- a high deity because the problem of life is 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 way too, is way too big. You can't scale it down any amount of times to make it understandable to one human being or to human beings in general. So that's what God's God's made that easier for us. So see, I have my Bible, biblical text, and the answers just in there. The answers are in there. Like if you take a look, and honestly, and all, and honestly, you don't even need to be religious. You really don't need to be religious. Things that philosophers they find they found that well things that philosophers find out nowadays and all these profound things that they say you will find that some of them have already been written before mm. and it's there so that that fuels my trust so in terms of success i think a very found um tunnel vision on what i need to do there's nothing else to be that scales up to the success that i i believe is success nothing else it can't be a a car it can't be a job a career it can't be finding someone that's that's not as important to me and i don't believe that that will ever change it will will never change Mm. so there's my answer for that and then you said at an objective if i know that's basically what michelle said so yeah that's my answer yeah so do you want to add to that michelle i don't think so huh i said i don't think so oh okay yeah Okay, cool. And then, um, what, what was it? Hold on. Philip, are you going to ask the, the 10-year-old question or no? The 10-year-old question? Yeah, like I asked um, Farouk last time. Sorry, I'm saying. 10-year-old? Yeah. What's something that you told your 10-year-old self and he said that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> On the spot, sorry, what's something that you, if you had the opportunity to, would tell your 10 year old self and i'm saying this now this that question is credit to the podcast called the man enough podcast and then the whole concept around um uh, uh the guests asking that the next guest question is from um steven's podcast i don't know if you know who he is steve some guy called steven but he had a very he had a very big podcast where he brings in like different people so i'm just giving credit where credit is due but yeah um what is something that you would tell your 10 year old self if you had the opportunity to i was not prepared um hold up i think it's time good can't now speechless um i would just say if i were to speak to my 10 year old self i would tell them to just be patient that makes sense like everything's gonna come at a time at a place and you can't rush stuff like, you may think if you rush stuff now, then, like, life will come quicker. But at the same time, life is already built in, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Even though it can change, like, to some extent, it's still going to be as it is. And there's going to be, like, new stuff that comes along the way, sure. But at the same time, if it's not ready to come in your life, it probably won't come into your life. You can't just say, oh... Like, someone has this right now. They've achieved this. So why haven't I achieved this right now? If that mm. makes sense. So, yeah, just to summarise, I would just say, like, patience is key. And also, impulse, not the one. <laughs> Jeez, Michelle's spitting. 
even listening to your telling yourself deeper stuff, you know. It's word fam, I said you have to be patient. Damn. It's true though, because like, what? How old are you? I mean, I was gonna say. I'm I'm 19. That's a lie. I'm joking. I'm 18. Actually. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, chill out. Okay, relax, relax. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, Quincy, you're gonna turn 19 too. I can't lie. I've been 23 for like a few years now. 19. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was getting old. I'm turning 24 this year, so. Who's got grey hairs? Yeah. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. fair. Very fair. Um, and then, did you prepare a question that you would ask, ask for the ne- us for the next podcast, and then the next guest as well? I see guilt in your eyes, Michelle. I can't lie. <laughs> I have not. Sorry, guys. Um. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, I is there a question you'd like to ask? It can be it can be anything. Like, it doesn't have to be deeper. Yeah, we it made Sahib do on the spot as well. Huh? We made Sahib do on the spot. Yeah, yeah. So take your time. Um, yeah, this is like in an interview when you when you end it off, then they're like, "Oh, do you have any questions to ask me?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> 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 But yeah, um, take your time. I definitely want to put the question in the podcast as well. Just anything. It can be what makes you happy in life. It can be more weeks or anything, man. Anything. Um, if you, oh, how do I wear this? I have one. But what personality trait would you want to have that you don't already have? That's a good question. I have an answer for that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, I like that question. That calm. So yeah, we'll answer that question. Uh, in the next podcast with the next guest uh, thank you for listening uh, thank you again Michelle for joining us on this podcast and um, yeah stay blessed